listeners, we have another bleeding rainbow a coming. That's right. Molly Sanchez, friend of the pod, will be back for another book club episode where we will be discussing a book about periods. And this time it will be the book Cunt by Inga Musio, a 90s revolutionary question mark book. And we will be discussing it. And so if you want to be a part of that convo, uh, pick it up from your local library and give it a read. Uh, or just enjoy it without having read it. We have fun. You'll follow along. It's great. All right, on to the episode. Welcome to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I'm your co-blost, Meg Hayes. I'm Meg Terobridge. And I'm Kate Elston. No shimmy this time. No shimmy. I guess no too shimmy. Shimmy. shimmy back. <laughs> um, how's everyone? We just had Thanksgiving. We did. I feel like we're kind of NPR-ish right now. We are. We are. We are. I think we're, we're relaxed from it's our Thanksgiving break. It's rainy and cozy outside. Mm. Yeah. We're just here, you know, sipping on some beverages <laughs> why did i think you're gonna say gin and juice <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness um i am a week out from recording mm-hmm. so i don't think oh, i have wow. too much to update people on in the um nether <laughs> nether world <laughs> nether world <laughs> <laughs> um i am Spot courting yeah split split courting split courting oh god that sounds so much worse <laughs> um yeah, I'm. It's very light. It's I believe it's day one, um, and you guys over Thanksgiving, my uh, hormones were bananas. And granted, I was like constantly with people. I was going from work to social engagement to social engagement to staying at people's houses. So I had like no alone time because mm-hmm. um, then alone time was with Kev in the van. So I was just like, that's not alone time. I'm gonna go insane. <laughs> and especially when I was with Kevin, I was like. I, wa- I I was like gonna throw myself out of the van. Oh man! And it's like he really wasn't being terrible at all. I could recognize. I was like, I th- I know that it's just my hormones going yeah. nuts. My boobs are sore, Ugh. you know. But like, there anything he did, I was like, yeah. eventually I was like, okay, you know what? I need to have like a mini fight with you. I just need to get out of my system. <laughs> it just needs to happen. And I know it's hormones, but also it's valid. And yeah, I let it all out. Good, good for you. Thank did you, you cry? I did. Yes, wow, I did. Good. In fact, we were grocery shopping on Thanksgiving and he said something that I can't remember. And then he, he was like, um, okay, well, do you want to stay? And I was like, yeah, I want to stay in the car. And nice. so he went in and got the groceries and I just like cried for the solid five minutes. He was, he went in and I was like, I don't, I don't really know. So, and I, my hormones never get that bad. So, wow. Crazy. Interesting. I, I had some bad PMS the day after Thanksgiving. And boobs were sore. Mm. Just, it was, yeah, I was, everything made me mad, you know? Everything. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just remembering, I, t- I may not have shared this story. I might have a period update. Um, I had a roof time, like the second day of my period last month. Um, I woke up at like 6 a.m. because I was flying out to see my dad for his birthday. Um, and I was also in the middle of like washing and drying a bunch of stuff. So I had to run up and down my stairs and like put in loads of laundry so that I could leave on time for the airport 
I had to like drape all of my bedding in my studio apartment because it was drenching wet Aww. and I still had to leave for the airport. Oh, man. Um, so I'm like running up and down, bringing all of my linens and like draping them everywhere because they were still soaking wet. And I like gestured and my keys flew out of my hand over my balcony and were hanging by a key on a branch. Oh God! In the garden next door, that's a that's a story in the air. Oh no! <laughs> so I also had locked my door because I didn't want any like random animals to get in because there's just like animals in my neighborhood. Yeah. So Raccoons I was have locked a out. That could have opened yeah. your door. I was locked out. I had to use the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't have my keys. Oh my God! Which meant that. I if they fell, I would have had to like figure out what house that is because it backs up to my house. <laughs> so I don't know the address. I don't know if I had shoes on and I have to lock my front door, my front gate to leave. So I would have had to leave my front gate open. Like it would have been so bad. <laughs> Luckily, I was able to like eyeball where the keys were because I couldn't keep my eyes on the keys because of the angle of my balcony of like my deck so i just have i'd have to like look and then like put my fingers down but not too heavy-handed oh because it. one move movement and they would have fallen down oh my god i was like so James close movie. Yeah. i was so close to just like sobbing i was so fucking oh. over oh, it roof but it just felt like one of those days where you're just like everything is off like i'm yeah. like not feeling great i'm feel like super absent-minded random shit like that is happening that never happens how did your keys fly over the edge i just like gestured i think because i was like running up and down because i was like okay the the load takes like an hour and i have less time than that um and also there had, had been a weird thing with my um linens where they were sopping wet like it was the wrong cycle and uh. so they were like i was wringing them out oh. with like an hour to go before the airport oh my god it was like fuck my life one time i was <sighs> one time i was um walking down uh, a, a big hill on our college campus at usf there was that huge steep hill going back down to the freshman dorms and oh, i'm yeah. walking gesturing with my arms just like cash just like, <laughs> happy to be walking yeah. down your freshman life and I had my phone and my cell phone in my right hand and I just like let go of it while it was swinging up and it flew like 40 feet down and broke into a thousand pieces. And I was like, okay. Like, it was so casual. To walk all that happened. It was just in, in like the upswing, I let it go oh at like God. the zenith of the, of the arc. It was your phone's time. It yeah. knew it. Um, okay, so... As people might know from the episode title, we're talking about the cervix today. Yes. All about the cervix at your cervix. Aww, that's that should oh be my our goodness. episode. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for your cervix. That's oh what the title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should have been our podcast name. Thank you for your cervix at your cervix. That's so good. Um, but before, let's take a phone call. Yeah, I love our listeners. Let's okay. please do it. Hi, ladies. My name is Corinne. First, I just want to say I'm so thankful for you in this podcast. I absolutely love it and everything that has been talked about. Um, I have an embarrassing early period story. It's not my first period. I had actually probably been having my period for about two years at this point, but it was my first day of eighth grade, and I was wearing these bright 
orange t-shirts as part of a club I was in, and I had jeans on and trying my best to go about my day, so I started my homeroom class. I I can't quite remember, but I remember getting up from my seat. I had only sat there for maybe 10 minutes, and I looked down at my seat, and I realized that there was this big red spot on the chair, and I thought, hmm, that's weird. I don't remember this when I sat down. So I just proceeded on to my next class, and I checked. I think I remember checking the seat before sitting down, and then, you know, sat through the whole class, nothing going on, didn't notice anything weird. I get up, you know, 45 minutes later, and I see this red blotch on the seat again, and at that point, I definitely realized what was going on and was immediately mortified. I ran to the nurse and um, had to get rid of those pants because they were obviously ruined with a whole bunch of blood stains. It was really nice. And then I was given one of those giant diaper pads that you get like in hospitals. And the only other pants that I had for that day was like a pair of bright purple gym shorts. So I went around the rest of my first day of eighth grade in a bright orange top and bright purple gym shorts and just have been mortified ever since, thinking about the reaction of the people who sat in that seat after me. So I, you know, just do my best. And just thanks again, guys, so much for this podcast. I really do love it, and I appreciate all that you do. Thanks. Oh my god. Amazing. Two chairs. Two chairs. Two chairs. You guys, (laughs) orange and purple are the two worst colors. And I know that because my dad's high school colors were purple and mine were orange. Mm. And they are really the bottom of the barrel. You're scraping if those are your colors. I mean, how dare you? I think those are beautiful colors. And if it's the right hue, they go beautifully together. but if it's <laughs> Megan, 100% purple and orange, Look, like a burnt, no. like, okay, yes. like her wedding colors, yes. a burnt orange and a burnt purple, the autumnal okay, gemstones, like Meg, burgundy, <laughs> you're really pushing it on the hue of purples, <laughs> That's Corinne, what I'm Corinne, let us know if it was a burnt orange, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's a burnt amber <laughs> and like a whiny purple, um, I love that. First day. First day yeah. of eighth grade. Yeah. I also oh. just love the beautiful ignorance of being like, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> All the yeah. chairs are blood, <laughs> are blood red. Yeah, that's strange. That's a lot of blood. I don't know. It must be an eighth and grade thing. I know. They never told me about <laughs> this, uh, about middle school in this way. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, thank you so, so much for sharing Thank you. That. All right. Let's get to the cervix bleed search. I'm so excited. Kate did the bleed search. Also, this is some surprise bleach search. Yes, yeah. yeah. Meg and I have no idea. We're completely happening. unprepared, except for the fact that we have cervixes. That's true. Do I you mean, know? who knows? Oh, for me, no, who do. knows? <laughs> I've never seen it. Mine could be like a, like a what's that painter? The like female um, George O'Keefe. Yeah, mine could be like a George O'Keefe like oxen skull you know what i mean that's what i picture when i think of my cervix an oxen skull just like oh died in the desert <laughs> giant bony long yeah. you're like now what does the cervix do that's how it feels so uh, that's why it's Kate, important that we're doing that this episode. Okay. Yes. you know it's funny i just chatted with like a bunch of people over thanksgiving about our show I was talking to a friend and I I tend to pitch our show as a comedy podcast about periods. Mm -hmm. And then I started talking about all the research we did and she was like, oh, I thought it was comedic. And I was like, yeah, but we actually, it's actually very educational. It can be both. It can be both. Um, But it was kind of funny. I I always think of us as 
you know, like I try to tell people, no, it's funny. It's not just like yeah. dry and yeah. and scientific. But we learn a lot yeah. on the show. Yeah. Well, it's like all the history podcasts. Like half of them are like diehard history, but so many of them are comedy podcasts. Yeah. They're like hosted by comedians. Yeah. It's like super funny history stuff where you're learning. Yeah. You learn. That's what we are. Laugh. That's right. Okay. So the cervix. Let's go over some quick facts. Okay. Also, stop me. You know, whatever. Oh, okay. we've, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like it happened. Um, the cervix is also known as a cervix uteri. Oh. Um, oh. Are there two of them? No. But let okay. me tell you why it's called that. <laughs> because cervix, the word cervix derives from Latin for neck. So cervix uteri is like the neck of the uterus. Whoa. Right? What? So it's called cervix or cervix uteri. Because cervix, it's kind of like, remember how tampon can just be like a plug. Yeah. Yes. So it's like cervix can be a neck for other things too. Whoa. Whoa. In, in like, so it's like a neck for our uterus? Yes. That's oh, great. Okay. M- you already G. blew my mind. And end of episode. Great. That's Good all. job, yeah. Kate. Thank that. you. Wow. You've <laughs> okay. got, I've got some things to think about. Um, I can't wait to tell Kevin. Kevin's teaching himself Latin right now. Oh boy. Of course he is. <laughs> um, so your cervix is the cone-shaped lower part of your uterus. It acts as a bridge between your uterus and your vagina. It's about an inch long. Okay. Um, and as we know, during menstruation, the cervix opens a small amount to let menstrual blood come out of your uterus and into your vagina. I did not know that. As we know. I don't know. I, <laughs> I then it picks up which, like, I'm like, what's the pubic bone? What's the cervix? What's, like, I'm, <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, you saying... <laughs> A bridge, like that just like opened my brain. Okay. Great. Oh, that was a little cool. tube. It's a little it's tube. A it's a tunnel, right? Yeah. It's a bridge from the uterus to the vagina. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh wow. Okay. Amazing. That's all I needed. End, <laughs> end of episode. End of episode. End of episode. Okay. Um <laughs> Some things you might not know, which I didn't know this, it also stops germs from getting into your uterus, like tampons, so you sex could, toys, wow. lube. Like so it kind of stops that. So yeah. they're like the eyelashes of the uterus. Wow. Oh god. Oh god. We're a, gonna use Kate, did you see that? A lot research? of metaphors. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Um it helps you, the cervix helps you get pregnant by um, basically lubing up and getting ready to allow the sperm to go to the mm. egg, right? So when you ovulate, it's more mucousy and slippery. So the sperm gets to the egg. Yeah. Um, during pregnancy, this is like where a little bit of my mind was blown. The primary function of the cervix is to maintain the fetus within the uterus. It, like, so it it's doesn't a fall out. Yeah. It's just so it's the, it's so the it's plug. So it's a tampon. It's the tampon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, wow. Okay. We are probably confusing so many people. <laughs> this is not helpful. Talk about a helpful comedy podcast. <laughs> we take everything back that we've just said. Um, and also during pregnancy, the cervix gets longer. So I said it was about an inch on average. Um, but it, while you're pregnant, it puts a more protective distance between the baby and the outside of your body. In one study of several pregnant women, the average cervical length almost got to one and a half inches. Dang. So it stretches. Okay. Um, during childbirth, the cervix dilates to 10 centimeters, which is almost four inches to allow the so baby the to pass bridge, through. You know, it's like a, it's a slide. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the And the slide expands. Yes. So it, yeah. like at first, it's like the tube where you just go down on your body. But for... The baby, it gets to be that slide where you go on the raft. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, okay. The water park. Wow. Yeah. We're so unhelpful. Ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is really that helping is me. The one, <laughs> that is the one thing that like almost makes my stomach flip where I think about how tight your cervix is. Mm-hmm. It's like that little hole is so, yeah. and the fact that it gets to four, be four big inches. enough that a human's tiny head. Yeah. It, it blows yep. my mind. Crazy. Um, the cervix 
that can be seen from the inside of the vagina during a gyno exam is known as the ectocervix. Oh, Take, throw that out of your it, brain. Not it. necessary. It's like whatever. Ectoskeleton, like ectoservix. outside. Sure. The applicator of a tip. <laughs> is, is that what ecto means outside? Ectoskeleton? I think so. The outer, no, outer. So. Isn't it Exos. Exo? Yeah. Okay. Not ecto? Yeah. I'm cutting. Oh, I'm, no. cut, I'm cutting this whole oh, part. No. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> the cervix has an opening on both ends. Um, oh, the sure. in they're, they're both called called the oh, I don't know if it's I meant to look this up if it's it's OS so I don't know if it's the OS or the OS mm. the internal OS or OS which opens into the uterus and the external OS which opens in the vagina so it's a tube on either end wait it's like a telescope okay got it got it got it, got it, got it, got it. I we thinking, are such a mess <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking the opening on the sides like no, no, the no, fallopians no no no, no, no. it's a tube yeah yeah got it it's a paper it, got it, got it, got it. it's a paper Towel paper towel tube. tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Paper towel holder. Great. You should just start, like, this is a drinking game now. Anytime <laughs> we find an object metaphor, just drink. 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 Never drink stop drinking. Whatever's closest to you. <laughs> the cervix has been documented anatomically. Nope. Okay. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't practice these notes before. <laughs> I copy pasted a lot. For the record, animatronically? Like, <laughs> basically, totally sober. Yeah, like, this is completely the, sober. <laughs> the most sober. I'm drinking cucumber water. Yeah. I switched tea for sparkling water. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. Okay. <laughs> the cervix has been documented since at least the time of Hippocrates over 2000 years ago. Wow. So that's cool. kind of cool. Um, so another fun fact, because you know how I love animal anatomy. Oh, yeah. um, uh, Ant eaters lack a defined cervix. So I thought that was just interesting. <laughs> okay. That is interesting. So, so that's some, that's some dinner conversation yeah. for when you meet yeah. an yeah. ant eater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hi, I hear you don't have a cervix. What's that like? <laughs> so, Yes. Other fun facts. You can bruise your cervix during sex. Oh. Um, Dude, I'm, well, I need to think. I'm like, has that happened to me? Because, like, I when mean, I only recently of... discovered what your cervix is. Oh. I know. You, you didn't know you <laughs> had true. one. Mm-hmm. You can bruise it. Um, and it can cause bruising or even tearing of your cervical tissue. Um, some women feel that their cervix is an erogenous zone. So it can lead to an orgasm. I don't know that I can agree with that, but I do feel like I can feel that it's a little like pleasurable mm. i don't know about y'all mm. i mean when you get deep in there yeah. it's always kind of exciting yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you use your fist high, in that high moment. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah anyways Anywho. metaphors so what does it look like you might be wondering so what a doctor can see when they do a, a, a an exam with a speculum is a smooth and pink kind of like fleshy button with a dimple in the middle so let me show you a picture oh my god this, no. is, so this is an animation i thought this was a really good illustration okay so it looks like yeah like a, a button a button with yeah. a little dimple and it's and so soft that's and, the beginning of the bridge yeah that's the, that's it, the opening that's the of the bridge one of the the oses or the osses os i should have googled it um do, 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 do. Interesting. So, so that's what that looks like. So it's like it's when we say like a paper towel tube, it's like um it's almost completely covered on both mm-hmm. ends with a very, yeah. very small, small opening, opening. That, that opens and closes depending on if there's menstrual blood or a yeah. baby yeah. or it, sometimes it totally closes. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, there are a lot of analogies for how cervixes feel. Cervices? Cervici? I didn't really Google cervixes. it. Cervixes. Cervixes. Yeah. I don't think that's correct. But um, we've heard tip of your nose, right? We've heard uh, we've heard pen. 
Like mm. you, you in your IUD episode, you talked about the tip of a pen. So that's that's the if the IUD is popping out. Ah, yeah. Never mind. Got it. So it no, should feel like your nose, sure. and okay. you felt like a tip of yeah. Tip of your yeah. nose, lips pocket in a kiss. So mm. everyone touch their lips. Mm. Could feel like that. Yeah. That's nice. Okay. Um, let's talk about how to check your cervix. Has right. anyone here ever done this? Only with the IUD business. Okay. So I've never looked at or checked my cervix. So I don't know where mine is. So. <laughs> According to Healthline, <laughs> this is gonna stop being funny. It's so funny. <laughs> sad at this point. Oh, Meg, um, we're still laughing. According oh to God. Healthline, what up, Healthline? Um, this is how to check your cervix. Empty your bladder before you begin. You don't uh, want to pee in your A full hands. bladder can elevate your cervix, making it harder to find. Oh, sure, that too. Oh. Wash your hands. Interesting. Um, position yourself. No, sorry, I was saying interesting about <laughs> wash your hands. The reason for emptying <laughs> your bladder, but it sounded like I was saying wash your hands. Interesting. Before you touch your vagina, <laughs> your cervix. Um, I'm sorry. Continue. Okay. Um, number three, position yourself so you feel the most comfortable getting to it, which means standing with one foot elevated or squatting. If you want to see your cervix, you can place a mirror on the floor. Um, you may have to use your non-dominant hand to separate your labia for easier visualization. They also suggest maybe um, applying I lubricant. Visibilization? Is that a word? Vi- visualization. Uh-oh. Sorry. <laughs> you probably said it right. And I was okay. like, Is I'm a little, I'm I'm a little snotty. So maybe um, <laughs> I'm fine. I just swallowed it. So <laughs> <laughs> um, they also suggest maybe using lubricant to the fingers. So there's no mm-hmm. friction. Mm-hmm. Um Insert the index or middle finger into your vagina. Um, yep, that's that. Uh, and then feel in the middle of your cervix for a slight dent or opening. Mm. This is the os or the os. You know what? I'm going to Google this. Let's look it up. Dictionary.com. Hmm. Os. 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 The Wizard of Os. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, os, os. Um, and then... Yeah, so that's so that's how you do it, and I've never done it, and I think it might be time for us to officially check right maybe, here, right now. No, I think we're more comfortable. Got <laughs> a rest, true. Um, we can watch. I hands. mean, I think we should we should maybe do it live. I think it'd be fun to do it and record it. We, that can be for another episode. Oh, right. My I mean, gosh. I'm into it. I've, you know, I feel like I haven't ever, like I haven't, because uh, I've definitely thanks to vagina monologues done a lot of mirror mm. appreciation mm. mirror work. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I don't think I've ever been able to see my service. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, yeah. I think it, it Maybe takes, it's just like one, open. Some one of the folds. Like you just assume yes. it's another or, fold. Or, yeah. Um, Kate, it said some, something about you should not check your cervix if, oh yes, you shouldn't check your cervix if you have an active infection, a UTI or yeast infection, or if you're pregnant and your water is broken. So just don't, just go ahead and, just go ahead and take yourself to the hospital. Okay. What's happening down there? Yeah. Just Oh, there's a head. Okay. Um, so as we've spoken with, with Jane mentioned this and other things that your cervix changes positions many times through your menstrual cycle. Actually, Jane said it's the ninja, right? Jane yeah. said that our cervix is like a ninja. So it's true. Um, your cervix rises alongside ovulation to prepare for conception or lowers to allow menstrual tissue to pass through the vagina. So back to Healthline, they have a handy chart that tells you what part of your cycle, what your cervix might be doing. So uh, like we said, during ovulation, it could be high, soft, and partially open mm-hmm. to, to allow for the sperm to go in and slip okay. its way up. Yeah. Okay. Um, during menstruation, it's low, firm, and partially open, and partially open as well. 
um, but low and firm. After menstruation, it's usually high, firm, and closed, Mm -hmm. which is why having sex right after you've bled is usually less risk of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And then for pregnancy, it's low, soft, and depending where you are in the in your pregnancy it could be partially to completely open wow yeah um you might be getting to this Mm -hmm. but i remember hearing that when you're attempting to get pregnant like you get extra good chances if the woman climaxes because apparently it has an effect on the cervix i did not read that let's pass around that information (laughs) i mean could just be a clever gal saying that could be interesting i wonder if it's before or after i know Um, that's a question i should have looked into maybe we can google it and come back to it or we can ask we can ask dr kate yeah exactly i love that good question write that down thanks um so also our mucus we've talked a lot about cervical mucus um that some doctors say that cervical mucus um makes is one of the best indicators of where you're at in your cycle at the beginning of your cycle right after you've stopped bleeding you might have creamier discharge or mucus and by the time you're ready to ovulate it's sticky like an egg yolk um which is a perfect environment for sperm to travel in um then during peak pms time it's then the cervical mucus is thick and hostile to sperm (laughs) just like get the fuck out of here (laughs) it's over i'm hostile to you don't want anything to do with this (laughs) um and then let's talk a little bit about giving birth or when you're pregnant with the cervix. Um, so uh, lightning crotch. Do you remember Carla yes. talks about lightning crotch? That is sometimes attributed to the baby's head on the cervix. Oh. So that's what that is. Um, shortly after delivery, the cervix reforms completely back into its shape and consistency. Although I did read this somewhere that if you've had a baby, instead of the os being an O, it's more like a smile. Whoa. The, the little hole is less of a, a puckered lip and more of a smiling lip. <laughs> oh, my Kate just goodness. did the most terrifying oh. little smile. <laughs> really scary. <laughs> um, some in, uh, Another thing that I never thought of before is after you've given birth, having penetrative sex too soon after giving birth can pose a risk for infection because your cervix is still dilated a little bit. Mm. So you should be careful about having sex right after giving birth. But that then made me wonder about the IUD. Remember we talked about in the yes. IUD episode that some people put an IUD in right away. Right. It's like, what's stopping it from slipping out? Yes. This is a question for Dr. Kate. Yes. Oh, yeah. right. When you're dilated. So. Yeah. yeah. Great cue. Yeah. Super I mean, but cute. also it does say that the cervix does go back into its previous shape and consistency. So I'm just like, yeah, but why is it after like a month or so? I thought, yeah, maybe not like snaps back to reality. Oop, there goes gravity. Right. Okay. The way you said that so casually, (laughs) (laughs) like so like locked in. We all know that Eminem's my go to (laughs) karaoke. In fact, someone told me I should start a a cover band called Feminem. (laughs) And I might and I might um, also cervical mucus is our punk rock name. Uh-huh. 100%. Our oh, punk hell name. yeah. So let's talk about oh also this also makes me think like all these changes in the position of your cervix and knowing what it looks like and the mucus. I wonder if in the olden days before there were pee sticks to test your ovulation mm. and tracking devices if people were just really familiar with their cervix. I'm sure they like, or their were mucus. our great great grandmothers just like I pregnant or i'm i'm ovulating or because also they say that the position of your cervix can tell you when you're pregnant like if you're early pregnancy so i wonder if and more midwives 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 for sure yeah yeah and we'll talk about a midwife in a little bit in a little minute in a little bit 
let's talk about some conditions of the cervix because a lot of shit can go down with your cervix. Mm. So mm-hmm. let's start with the big one. The big C, cervical cans cans. Okay. So <laughs> is, that, is that the big C? That, that's cans cans. cans, cans. That's, that's how. I wish you would have. actual the Latin word. I wish you would have been on the H. the cans cans? I wish you would have been on the HPV campaign. <laughs> hey, get this shot so you don't get cans cans. No cans cans. So cervical, in all seriousness, cervical cancer is the third leading cause of cancer deaths among women. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Damn. More than 13,000 American women were diagnosed last year with cervical cancer mm-hmm. and four th- more than 4,000 died from that disease. Wow. Jesus. Which is a bummer because it's like super preventable. Right, right? yes. Mm-hmm. So we all and know. And treatable, yeah. Yes, get your pap smears, um, regular pap tests can prevent cervical cancer. Um, they can identify abnormal pap smears, which then can, can become biopsies. Um, and another way that you can prevent it is be, since most cervical cancer is caused by HPV, the human papilloma virus, you can get the vaccine for, right? Mm-hmm. So get that vaccine. We've all had it, right? Yeah. The mm-hmm. vaccine. Um, Wait, were we, how old were we when it came out? I was like Late 11 teens? when oh. I got it. Oh, really? Or 12. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's young. I'm yeah. surprised. My mom I think was on top my, of like, it. S- Eight, seventeen, or eighteen. My school, did, like we did it at school. That's great. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's what a, about a you? Catholic school. Yeah. Um, because I rem- I mix up which ones. Because was it a series of three shots or yeah. is it just one? Mm, three. three. Okay. Because I definitely did like a hep, like a hep B vaccine mm-hmm. with my sisters, and I remember driving my sisters. But I have this vague memory of being like, oh, I already missed my opportunity to get it because uh, I was already sexually active. No. Right. No. So I could get it right now, even. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have you not had it? I can't remember. See, I think I had mine and halfway through, I realized I had HPV. Really? <laughs> so I finished it, but yeah. yeah. Well, it, 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 is- but also like nine out of 10 HPV cases clear up on their own. Uh, so FYI. Yeah. So you just, you just got to keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. Yeah. Keep an eye on yeah. it. I had like several colposcopies. And we're going to do a follow-up episode on HPV. Yes. Yeah. I'd love um, to. And the HPV yeah. vaccine, it only is a vaccine for the cancer causing ones. It's like only it doesn't a prevent strands. you from it's catching not- HPV. It's not all the strands. Yeah. It's just a few strands. But I think Kate nodded knowingly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's significant because it's like the only vaccine that prevents a type of cancer. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like a huge deal. So, yeah. so take care of your cervixes. Yeah. Take your care cervix of that bridge. Will thank you. Yeah. Take care of that take tube of toilet little. paper. Yeah. <laughs> so um, also just a side note, women who smoke are twice as likely as non-smokers to get cervical cancer, according to the American Cancer Society. Mm. So just know that. No more likely to get cervical cancer. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, there's don't, a reason don't why. Don't do that it, jewel, kids. <laughs> Stay away from that jewel. Yeah. Uh, researchers believe that these substances may damage the DNA of cervical cells, contributing to the development of cervical cancer. Um, also, speaking of biopsies and colposcopies, we talked about this in the last episode. We wondered why you cough during yeah. biopsies. So I found a study that says uh, forced coughing during a biopsy uh, is less it can, it is less painful. So oh. it, it provides pain relief. So that's why pe- we do it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So there's that. Um, so a couple other conditions that you can get from with your cervix. We talked about HPV, um, which is transmitted during sex. Uh, like I said, it clears up within two years, nine out of ten times. So that's good. We also have cervical dysplasia, which dysplasia, dysplasia um, <laughs> which uh, is abnormal cells in the cervix that can become cervical cancer. So it's another way you can get cervical cancer. We got cervical polyps, which are small growths on part of the cervix that connects Ooh. to the vagina. Mm. They're painless and usually harmless, but they okay. can cause bleeding. 
We got pelvic inflammatory disease or cervicitis. Cervicitis sounds like a cereal. Sounds like senioritis. <laughs> cervicitis. You're like, ugh, get me out of here. Um, so this might spread to the uterus and fallopian tubes, and it can damage a woman's reproductive organs and make it difficult to become pregnant. Um, chlamydia, gonorrhea, and herpes can can cause cervicitis. Mm. FYI. There's a couple other ones, but they're boring, so I'll skip them. Um, but the one I really want to talk about, which is so interesting, and here's like where I was like, doy, but also <laughs> this makes sense, and it's something called cervical incompetence. Uh, oh. It's also known as a weak cervix, but I like to call incompetent cervix, <laughs> um, which is what people call it. So this means when your cervix is uh, weak, so it opens early or dilates early, which can lead to premature delivery. So a lot oh. of premature births are because people have a weak cervix or a short cervix. Oh, interesting. It, that's wild. Yeah. So so the cervix is super important when it comes to conception. Wow. Um, it, it, it maintains the pregnancy and the timely delivery of the baby. So the, the cervix has to stay closed. But if you have a weak cervix, it could open prematurely and that's increases the risk of preterm birth. So, so is that's that why, what it is. And that's why people have to be on bed rest? Yes. Possibly? So you might have this because you've had a previous abortion, a surgery, or a miscarriage, or sometimes people are just born with a short cervix. Wow. wow. Isn't that fascinating? That is super fascinating. So Very interesting. to prevent this, you can get something called a cervical cerclage. Oh. Well, oh I thought it was don't cervical. Mind if I do. I thought it was cervical cerclage, but it's <laughs> cerclage. Um... So it's when a, an incompetent cervix is sewn closed. <gasps> so this can prevent Pardon? the early opening of the cervix during pregnancy. So yeah, uh, a cervical cerclage is that they sew the cervix shut. And I, I, uh, I put this in on YouTube <gasps> and I found some crazy videos. Oh uh, my some God. of them are women talking about their cerclages and okay. what it was like. And it's just like a vlog to the to the viewer uh -huh. then there's actually some video and oh. i'm just gonna show you oh. a little bit <laughs> what are you doing to me so it's from a youtube from a doctor world okay i'm gonna be watching okay, this ready? with ready? my okay master class oh god my shirt is see-through <gasps> so they're sewing a cervix oh, shut wow. wow so yeah so a closed cervix keeps the baby inside so the doctor will stitch will sew the cervix Oh, we're all, this closed. is a Kegel episode, you yeah. guys. Yeah. Ooh. Does, ooh. So yep. the best time to do this, apparently, is in the third month of pregnancy. What? If this is if you're found to have a weak cervix late in the pregnancy, it can just be bed rest. So that's why maybe right. some people go uh -huh. on bed rest. Um, then the thread is removed at the 37th week of the pregnancy. But it, mm -hmm. but it could be earlier if the water breaks or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it seems to be a totally easy process. Like on these other women that I had went on YouTube and talked about it. It was painless, no problems. People say it's similar to having a pap smear which I feel like is every procedure that yeah, everyone yeah. always like equates it. Yeah. It feels the same once you're up there. Yeah. <laughs> if it's uncomfortable and has to do with your vagina, it's like, eh, it's like Right. And so one video I found of a woman who had the cerclage and then she had it taken out. So she had a vlog about it being taken out like two weeks before she was due to have her baby. She said after the stitch was out, the doctor could already feel the baby's head. Shut up. So I don't... And then she just kind of went on the video and I'm like, are you... So... Do you have to go back to the hospital? Like, run. Um, anyway. Anyways. Were they like, now. this room is now a, like a delivery room, everybody. <laughs> Get the hell out yeah. of here. So that's bananas. Um, but that's cool. So if you have a weak cervix, listen. 
You can get a st- you there can get a cerclage. Some- wow, wow! It makes me think of dressage, oh, which is like fancy, fancy horses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. It, makes it, me- it sounds just as fancy. Yeah. Doesn't look as fancy. Like that video was <laughs> a little less fancy. So that just FYI to wow. the listeners, that video was just like it was a, a lot. A like internal surgery cam of a like lot. a cervix being stitched up. Yeah. Wow. It was <clears throat> graphic. It was it was a lot of tissue. It was very tissuey. <laughs> oh, so flappy. Another mm-hmm. thing that can happen to your cervix is that you have to get it taken up. You have to remove it, right? Yeah. Ooh. And this is because usually of cancer, mm. right? Yes. Um but it's interesting because this removal of the cervix, which is called a cervicectomy or a radical trachelectomy, mm. it's new. It was introduced in the mid 1990s. It's a way to preserve the fertility of a woman so she can still have a baby, what? but not having to remove the entire uterus. Wow! Oh, wow. So you just wow. have a C-section? Yeah. So backing up a little oh, bit. What? Yeah. So uh, a French doctor introduced it in the 90s, and apparently, I read this article that U.S. doctors at first criticized the procedure because they didn't think it was doable and one doctor remembers other doctors making fun of the French doctor's accent and I'm just like can we please like not let xenophobia ruin women's health (laughs) like Jesus Christ people (laughs) but look at me I'm French I think I can cut things off but my French accent Uh, thank you so good 97% of women who have the surgery resume normal periods within three months Mm. and they're warned to wait about two years before attempting conception because you can have a baby without a cervix. So about 70% of women who attempted to become pregnant after their cervicectomy were able to conceive. Wow. And it says they're typically advised to have cesarean deliveries. And I'm like, typically? Yeah. But I guess you can do a cerclage, but I don't know. I think you, I basically think you have to have a cesarean section. Uh-huh. Like, I think that's the only way to take the baby out. Um, but to keep the baby in the uterus, they'll do a cerclage with okay. the uterus so it won't fall out in your vagina. Um, because many women who have a cervicectomy um, do deliver prematurely. So you got to be really careful got about it. that. Um, so, yeah. This may come up later, too, yeah. so tell me shut up. I'm, I'm kind of rounding to the end of the research, so please. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, because uh, there's this thing called vaginal relapse uh or u- utero relapse where your uterus no what falls, <laughs> falls through, your vag- through your vagina me. which obviously sounds like a cervical problem um so i wonder yeah. if someone once told me that in that situation they sew your vagina shut and i was like and now i'm realizing that has to be wrong yeah but isn't it amazing how one person tells you something and you're like Huh. huh. Well, that's fact. Yeah. Um, Which is how this podcast operates. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, so I assume that the cerclage must be how they address um, like uteral relapse. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Cerclage. Dr. Trowbridge says so. I love it. Put a cerclage on it. <laughs> Sorry. Put a cerclage on it. Put a cerclage on it. Um. If they That's saw what a cerclage looked like, you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, we should put that on a bag and sell it to people. Oh, boy. And I realized, what would that bag <laughs> be? <laughs> the bag is just stitched up. Oh <laughs> <my> God. <laughs> so let's talk about pictures, real life cervix pictures. Okay, let's um, do it. There is an artist named O'Neill Starkey, and she was in midwifery school for an assignment and had to track her cervix's position. So she decided to photograph it. Cool. Um, her partner helped her do this with a camera and a speculum. So I guess there was a speculum in use. Yeah. Uh, O'Neill posted it online for her colleagues, and the internet 
took notice. So she launched beautifulcervix.com <gasps> cool. where people can upload their cervixes pictures in their entire cycle. Oh so you can track someone's entire cycle. So we're right. going to do this. <gasps> we're going to look at it. But first, I just want to ha- hear the quote that she said, to, uh, I believe it was self.com. In general, our patriarchal culture and the media frequently misunderstand or overtly shame women about their bodies and vaginas. Messages and advertising target our insecurities and fears about our own bodies. We are taught our vaginas need to be perfumed, douched, bleached, circularly made smaller, are incapable of birthing, etc. I hope the Beautiful Cervix Project gives a visual voice to the normalcy, variations, power, and beauty of our bodies. It's time to end the shame we feel about ourselves. Oh, nice. Okay, now I love you. So let's look at some of these photos. Um, so there's different people. If you go online, you can see, um, let's back up real quick. Whoa. Okay. This is different. Okay. So, um, this website basically is just photo galleries of different people's, um, yeah, photos through their cycle. So you can go kind of by, um, we will definitely share this. You can go by people who've had on birth control, Mm. who've had certain, uh, cervicitis, uh, wow. given birth, what it looks like with an IUD. So right now, this opening page, it just is a lot. It looks disgusting. It looks like the head of a it's, penis. So that, that's yes. exactly what I was going to say. Oh, it's my God. Tip, tip of a penis, I think, is the best. A bell best, end, as the Brits would say. <laughs> because the the os, the opening, is like, is round, right? It looks like yeah. urethra. Yeah, and the yeah. little... The little yeah, hole. The yeah. little hole in the penis. It Wild. looks like a little... And yeah. especially when there's mucus coming out of it, it looks like sperm. So that yeah. gets... That is what the baby comes through. Yes. yes. Okay, so yes. let's go to... Oh, my God. Age... So this is age 35, someone who's 35. It's their entire cycle. Um, it gives a little stat about them. They've never given birth. Um, she's trying to conceive. This is like watching porn. So... Like so you day get, like all these weird stats about right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you go through oh, and we'll okay. share this on our Instagram, uh, it starts with day one and it's a photograph for all the days, starting with red blood flow, red yeah. coming out of the os, the Wizard of Oz. So Dr. Kate mentioned, remember she mentioned that it's typical that you have a little blood left over on your cervix when you get a pap. That it's typical for like for someone to be a little scrape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, for there to be um, blood left over from your period on your cervix. Oh. Do you guys remember oh. that? Yeah. Now this is yeah. all like making sense. So days days yeah. one through three, she's bleeding. It stops. And then we have... Um, Look at that cute little oh day eight cervix. Day oh eight God, cervix like is so the cutest pink. cervix. It's the cutest. Um, day then, 10, ooh. she's got some mucus here. And look at how much bigger the hole is Whoa. getting. Yeah. So this hole wants its sperm to fall through. So Holy day 12. Whoa. Bugs. Day 15. Whoa, awesome. look at all the mucus. It looks yes. like sperm. Did look, day 14, she is a classic day 14 ovulator. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we got that. Damn. And then it closes. <gasps> look how much it closes. Holy shit. Where'd that hole go? Now it just looks like a, it looks go? like a, um, like a bouncy ball without a hole. You know, it looks yes. like, a, like a smooth yes. bouncy ball. Yeah. That's where the air goes in. Like this where is you, amazing. Yeah. Where yeah. you blow up the where ball. Where you blow up the ball. Whoa. Great. This is so, so cool. Then, then there's crazy. someone with an IUD and you can see the string. What? Wow. Look at the string. Yeah. O-M-G. See, it shouldn't be hard to feel that. But I think it gets wet and it just kind of. Yeah. I know. would be scared to like pull it out by accident too. Right? So look, there's a lot of blood. Yeah. This person's having normal periods. Yeah. It's freaking beautiful. Wow. So I would just love. Really I would really recommend that folks look at this. You can look at stuff um, after birth. You can look at. Let's look at something after birth. Oh my, oh my God. God. Or, oh my God. Let's see. Oh my God. Uh, has given birth. 
So oh yeah, it, look at it. It's more of a smile. Yeah. Whoa. The, the dot is more of a smile. You guys, that cervix is so happy. It that looks it's like, like a, it looks like an evil clown smile. <laughs> <laughs> Joker paid it a visit. Oh my God. Anyway, so I would really recommend folks to to take a look at that and it's the beautiful beautifulcervix.com incredible so great find what do you guys think that made everything make so much more sense we have to post some of those yeah i'm i'm really like yeah i'm yeah i'm inspired by the cervix yeah i think the cervix is an uh, unsung hero yes because it's so little and so important it protects you from infection it keeps the baby in gets the baby out gets you pregnant it brings your blood into your vagina. Yeah. You know what? And I think, I think if the cervix had a song. Mm. Oh, boy. A, a first person song. Oh, uh-huh, Singing uh-huh, about how uh-huh. powerful that she was. Uh-huh. It would oh. be to the tune of Britney Spears' Circus. Sure. Well, so, obviously. Here, so here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. There's only two types of people in the world The ones who snap my pick And the ones without nerve Well baby, I'm super crucial, have you heard? Preventing damn germs, helping with your birth I'm like the gatekeeper, give me cerclage A dimpled pink nub Now please cough, gotta check for cancer I feel all the menstrual blood moving through my space. Mucus too, girl, this means you ovulate. For 10 months, I withstand the head of your baby. (laughs) Now, bitch, get ready, cause I'm about to dilate. (laughs) All eyes on me, way up there in your vag, cause I'm your cervix. (laughs) I am super lit, looking like a penis tip, cause I'm your cervix. Don't stay in one place, I'm a ninja and maybe incompetent. If you take me out, you can still give birth, bitch, I'm your cervix. Yes! <laughs> Fantastic. Oh my god. Fantastic. Yeah, so I think that's that's the research, y'all. I love that my was... cervix so much more now. Yeah. I mean, mind-blowing from the get-go. Okay. From minute 2.5. So I, I'm realizing... What happened to the first minute? <laughs> I'm realizing that my issue probably isn't my cervix. No, it's it's your so look look on beautifulcervix.com because I saw someone that was like because I was just looking through people that were like our age pre childbirth to give us some things to look at and one person had said that she has a retroverted uterus. retroverted uterus oh. so it said what that meant while she was taking a picture interesting so you should look into that I couldn't yeah. I think I saw it there or I saw it elsewhere but either way also yeah. I need to get this. As an actual diagnosis for my gynecologist. Yeah. When I'm, I think I have need a follow up in January or February, so I mm. might be able to report back. You know, so now all of my copious experience putting menstrual disc in, because it's like when you put the disc in, there's this open hole that it pops into, and it's like you're putting it in a cavity in your pelvis Mm -hmm. and so it's true and it's so near your cervix that it's almost like you can feel this little like like curved bone Mm -hmm. so i wonder if like like now it starts to make sense to me that if at a certain angle like you're being mm -hmm, penetrated (laughs) uh, (laughs) that like i could imagine as of late but keep going (laughs) um but like i could imagine hitting that bone if it's like lower yeah and like needing to get an angle 
Yeah. So anywho, so now that's starting to make sense. Every time you describe this to me, I'm like, I have no idea what that could be. It's such an awful feeling. Uh, Yeah. uh, I know. I just Googled very quickly this idea of if a woman has an orgasm, is the sperm easily going into the cervix? Uh Take this with a grain of salt. This is from a website called Very Well Family, which, um, which cites a study... Sounds a little Christian. I'm already dubious. Yeah, but yeah. Go ahead. But this is called the upsuck theory. So it's that the hypothesis. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Listen. Okay, Catholics wrote this. Please continue. Um, the the hypothesis is that the contractions of the uterus help suck up the semen that gets deposited in the vagina, and the orgasm helps move the sperm through the uterus. Um, one study measured the amount of semen flow back which is how much semen leaked out after sex Mm. and they discovered that when female orgasm occurred a minute or less before male ejaculation sperm retention was greater god that's hard to time yeah yeah (laughs) seriously for both of you to like come at the same time yeah no way um anyway but But also how how what a bummer to be on the other side of that study like okay you're gonna be the not woman that that does not come (laughs) this is for science (laughs) ma'am what the hell Oh my god! So there you go. Thank you for your service. Wow, Kate. Thank, thank you, you for your, for your cervix. cervix. So good. <laughs> Should we do read my labias? Does anyone Ooh. have one? I have a minor one. Yeah. Read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Labias. <laughs> oh, um. So I am in the midst of trying to, to gather some medical information um, because I've been wheezing and intermittently coughing up gross stuff for like almost a year at this point. Um, and we thought it was asthma. It was not asthma. I was doing like twice a day inhalers um, for a couple months. We thought it was allergies. It's not allergies. I'm not allergic to shit. Mm. I bought a HEPA filter. And like allergy covers for all of my shit. Yeah. Um, I'm not allergic to, to anything oh, as far as I know. Um, I thought I was going to have to like get new windows because I yeah. was like, oh, this is obviously a dust allergy. Oh, air outside. Yeah. It is not that. Um, <laughs> so now the latest possibility is that it's this horrific thing called GERD, which <laughs> means it's like a really bad acid reflux that can cause coughing and all sorts of unfun things. But it also means like cutting down or cutting out like all of the best foods and like and like best healthy foods. Yeah. Like foods you would never think of like mint, tomato, garlic, Mm. onion, coffee, caffeine, sparkling water, chocolate. It's awful. So I'm I'm basically like waiting to go to the doctor to see if that's even what it is. And then I'm like trying to cut some of these things out. But then I just get frustrated and I'm like, I'm eating four brownies. Like it's it's not going well. <laughs> I'm like, screw you, me. I'm going to have a tomato <laughs> pizza with extra tomatoes. So it's uh, not working out very well. Like on Thanksgiving, I made a, a salmon because I'm a pescatarian. Mm. And I was like, Mom, I can't use garlic and onion and lemon oh, to God. make the salmon. <sighs> and then I ate straight up three brownies that night. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, I can't use this seasoning because of the right. garlic. 
It's a process, Meg. It's a process. And then I think later that night I had Rocky Road ice cream. Like I was like a <laughs> maniac. I was like, I have to have chocolate. Oh, <laughs> oh, I still can. So I hope uh, you figure that out. I Thank know. you. I hope so too. Yeah, that's uh, really frustrating. Yeah, we shall see. Um, I have a read my labia menorah. Mm. It's so it's so it's so menorah. Um, Is it as bad as when I was on my like? sunny roof patio. yeah yeah almost <laughs> um i just you know how like uh we get mad when women's pants don't have pockets yes my new uh gripe is when uh like single stall bathrooms or like you know genderless bathrooms don't have hooks in them oh i know for bags. Oh, it drives me so you crazy you go into a bathroom at like a bar that's like a single stall or a restaurant and there's no hooks yeah for your bag. it's like okay a man made this a man yes. with pockets cult though yeah. it's ridiculous yeah so it's like you hang it like on the many... on the handle no i know or you put it in the sink i've done that oh, before that's smart. Um, yeah it's, it's all watery but it's better than the, the goddamn floor, floor. Yeah. yeah so someone with big old deep pockets uh, made that yeah design and i'm I mean, not here for it so many people walk around with backpacks actually when i go into uh places that don't have a hook and I have a backpack, I just keep the backpack on and it feels like I'm like a, a seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> like, just go really fast. I have to go pee-pees. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, mine is uh, probably a Majora, um, but I don't have... I, I read a headline, um, but it seems that the Ohio abortion oh, bill okay. has made it through, uh, I believe, the... One of the, the state house, maybe. The, yeah, um, Expl- and yeah, passed like a Republican-led right. part of Congress in the state of Ohio passed, and the the main thing that people are up in arms about for good reason is that there is very specifically calling out that if you perform treatment on an ectopic pregnancy, it will be considered an abortion and illegal, and like you are open to any sort of punishment that they deem fit. That's so insane. And apparently, like punishments that are listed as options are death penalty. So fucking which is dumb, outrageous. What the but it's like fuck? it's it blows. And my isn't isn't aren't they also saying that you have that that replant the pregnancy thing that we yes. talked about? Yes, like, it's, it's the same bill that they thought would be impossible to get through because it included that. Republicans are just like. Oh, th- yeah, finally. And you're like, like, you don't think people have thought about doing that? You don't think women, would, don't think women would would freaking love to be able to yes. save that pregnancy? Yes. Oh, God. It's just like so outrageous. And the fact that there are multiple people of science saying that's impossible and you can't punish people for doing something that is like there is no Life other option. Saving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that uh. that passed. I don't think. I think it's very unlikely to make it into law. Like the bill passed like one round. Yeah. But like. It's still super scary. It's fucked it's up. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I had the same conversation with my brother-in-law who's a doctor mm. and uh, obviously has like the um, medical degree to deem that that is an insane notion that you can yeah. replant and yeah. It's like a fertilized s- egg that's in the fallopian. Like the, I mean the fallopian tubes. Are, are like it's I've insane. been told that they're the equivalent of angel hair pasta. Mm. So imagine having a hole in angel hair pasta. Like, how are you supposed to cut that fine little tiny baby egg? Like, impossible. Yeah, no, no. it's so fucked up. Republicans mm. can read suck my penis tip cervix. 
Suck my ass. Suck it hard. Guys, that's the next. Oh my god, that's our oh next my bag. God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Suck, suck my ass. Suck my ass. <laughs> Yes. yes also like love to the normal republicans out there sorry you, you yeah. are all terrible no but. it's true and <laughs> shout out to any woman of reproduction age in ohio yes yeah, yeah. agreed where our hearts go out to you jesus wow <sighs> that ended up being a good one you guys yeah, yeah we got a lot out my face is red feel my face oh so oh. good irish rage oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. Next week, we are delighted to welcome back Allison Page, friend of the pod. She's bringing us Bleed Search about menstruation in true crime. What is happening? We don't know. We're so excited. So make sure you tune in next week. Um, so until next week, I ask you all to keep calm. And, and suck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.